at Johnson Haygood Stadium here for the Ashley Furniture. Uh, pardon me. We've already played a half of football. And what a half it's been. It's the Carolina Ford Dealers Halftime Report. With Eastern Kentucky leading the Citadel 23-14. to 14. Let's tell you how it happened. Plenty of action and excitement and scores in the first half. Let's take a look at our scoring summary. As the Bulldogs got the football first, it drove down the field, got to Eastern Kentucky's 35-yard line, but were stopped on a fourth and seven and uh, turned it over on downs. Eastern Kentucky then got the football right after that, and on their first possession, they drove 64 yards on five plays in a minute 50, wrapping it up with a 15-yard touchdown pass to Jaquez Jones, his first touchdown catch with EKU. The extra point was no good, but with 9.05 to go in the first quarter, Eastern Kentucky took a 6-0 lead. Then the Bulldogs responded. And on their next possession, they drove 75 yards on 11 plays in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. It was their longest scoring drive of the year in terms of yardage. And it ended with a Brandon Rainey 28-yard touchdown pass to Riley Webb at the extra point. The Bulldogs took a 7-6 lead at the time with 4.45 to go in the first quarter. First touchdown of the year, by the way, for the Bulldogs. Then Eastern Kentucky responded to that. Eastern Kentucky, in fact, scored on their first three possessions. And their second touchdown was a two-yard touchdown pass from McKinney to Jacquez Jones once again, wrapping up an eight-play scoring drive of 77 yards that took 4.08. And with 32 seconds left in the first quarter at the time, Eastern Kentucky took a 13-7 lead. When they scored on their next possession, it gave them a 19-7 lead. Amike and Wanze fumbled the football at midfield for the Citadel. And it was recovered by Eastern Kentucky, and on the very next play, they turned it into a touchdown when McKinney delivered a 50-yard touchdown pass to Keon Dixon to give Eastern Kentucky the 19-7 lead just 40 seconds into the second quarter. The Bulldogs, with a good response on the very next possession, as they drove 75 yards on 11 plays once again. That's exactly what they did on both scoring drives. Both scoring drives also took more than four minutes, this time 4.04, and it was a two-yard touchdown run for Brandon Rainey his first rushing touchdown of the year to make it 20-13 to with 10-16 left in the first half. And then just moments ago, on the final play of the first half, it was a 21-yard field goal from Alexander Wasnick on the last play of the half to give Eastern Kentucky a 23-14 to lead. Eastern Kentucky converted a third and 27 earlier the possession on a jump ball that was thrown inside the five-yard line to Jackson Bierman. But... On third and goal, Destin Mack stopped the scrambling quarterback, Parker McKinney, who was trying to run it in. He tripped him up around the three, and that led to the Wozniak field goal to end the first half, giving Eastern Kentucky their current 23-14 lead here at the half with the Colonels scheduled to get the opening kick in quarter number three. Bulldogs trail 23-14. When we come back here in the Carolina Ford Dealers halftime report, we will get you all the numbers from the first half. Plenty of offense, plenty of ball movement in this one. And a handful of, of mistakes as well from each side as Eastern Kentucky leads 23-14. to 14. We'll get you all the numbers from the opening 30 minutes when we come back on the Carolina Ford Dealers Halftime Report right here on the Citadel Sports Network. Ashley Home Store semi-annual sale ends Monday. It's your last chance to get up to 50% off or buy today and pay later with 0% interest for 72 months. Shop and save today at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Start with a foundation of toughness, then add exceptional intelligence and dominating power. That's how you build a winner. 
And that's how Ford builds their lineup of vehicles with features like EcoBoost technology for a winning combination of power and performance. Another reason why Ford is America's best-selling brand 10 years in a row. Leaders aren't born, they're built. And in the Carolinas, they're built for victory. Learn more at buyfordnow.com or contact your Carolina Ford dealer today. Based on 2010 through 2019 calendar year sales. You've got a lot to do on your land this fall, so get a tractor package that can do it all from Sparrow and Kennedy. The John Deere 3025E Compact Tractor Package comes equipped with a cutter, box blade, loader, and 18-foot trailer for $23,399. Plus, get 0% financing for 60 months. And the tractor includes a six-year powertrain warranty. With Sparrow and Kennedy, you got this. Visit SparrowandKennedy.com. Offer ends 10-30-20. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Hello, Charleston. Football is in the air, and what a great time to become a member of the Citadel Football Association. Since 1984, our goal has been to get the greater Charleston community involved in the Citadel football. Alumni, family, and friends are encouraged to help make a difference by promoting and supporting the CFA. Visit our website for more information at cfabulldogs.org or call 953-5123. We look forward to seeing you this season at Johnson Haygood Stadium. Get involved, make a difference, and remember, it's a great day to be a Bulldog. Ashley Home Store semi-annual mattress sale ends Monday. Get 0% interest for 72 months on Tempur-Pedic and Beautyrest black mattresses starting at $25 per month. Only at the number one Tempur-Pedic retailer in North America. Shop and save today at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Back on the Carolina Ford Dealers Halftime Report with Eastern Kentucky leading the Citadel 23-14 here at the half. A very offensive first half as we take a look at the numbers. The Citadel in the first half had 246 yards. Eastern Kentucky 262 yards in the first half. Eastern Kentucky averaging 8.5 yards per play. The Citadel nearly 6 yards per play. For Eastern Kentucky... 76 rushing yards in the first half, 186 passing yards in the opening half. For the Citadel, 36 passing yards, 210 rushing yards for the Bulldogs in the first half, averaging, in fact, both teams average 5.8 yards per rushing attempt today. The only turnover committed by the Citadel, and Wanze with the fumble, it was a costly one at midfield, leading to an Eastern Kentucky touchdown one play later. Four penalties on each side, not as costly for Eastern Kentucky. Four penalties for 15 yards for them. Four penalties, 37 yards for the Citadel. The Bulldogs with the football for 18.05 in that first half compared to 11.55 for EKU. And Eastern Kentucky, two out of five on third down. The Bulldogs, two out of seven on third down. Two for three on fourth down are the Bulldogs. Eastern Kentucky hasn't needed a fourth down play just yet. So very offensive first half. The numbers are fairly even. Eastern Kentucky's moved the football with a little more ease, and the Bulldogs have made a couple of more mistakes, whether it's uh, more costly penalties or the one turnover was a big, that that was potentially a 14-point swing and could potentially be the difference in the game right now with Eastern Kentucky leading 23-14. to Those are the team stats from the first half. When we come back here on the Carolina Ford Dealers Halftime Report, we'll get you the individual leaders from the first half and also try to catch up with the head coach of the Bulldogs, Coach Brent Thompson, down on the field before the start of the third quarter. Eastern Kentucky leading 23-14 right now over the Bulldogs as we're at the half. Come back with those game leaders and the head coach of the Bulldogs next here on the Carolina Ford Dealers Halftime Report on the Citadel 
Sports Network. Hello, my name is Matthew Cochran Logan of Preston Insurance Advisors. Along with my business partner, Charles Cole, we specialize in personal and commercial insurance and have a proven track record of meeting our clients' needs. Whether it be homeowners insurance or professional or cyber liability coverage, we make sure that you're covered for both expected and unforeseen causes of loss. If Preston Insurance Advisors can help in any way, please call us at 843-708-5456 or visit us online at crescentagency.com. After all, you should not wait on insurance. Insurance should wait on you. This is Micah Ponce, the communications guy with Berkeley Electric Cooperative. And although it may not seem like it, cooler weather is just around the corner. That means it's time to let Berkeley Propane help you beat the winter rush with a preseason tank fill-up or a new set of gas logs. And with hurricane season in full swing, now is the perfect time to consider installing one of Berkeley Propane's whole house standby generators from Generac. So whatever your heating or power needs are, Berkeley Propane is ready with exceptional energy and service. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota subcompact and compact tractors. Our reliable number one selling tractors are designed for easy operation and feature all the performance matched attachments needed to tackle any job. Right now, get zero down at 0% APR for 84 months and save up to $1,700 plus no payments for 90 days. Now through October 31st, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. If you're on the hunt for a new Kubota, come see the helpful experts at Steen Enterprises. I'm Adam Steen. We appreciate your business. Since 1941, Southern Lumber's been serving the low country with perfection, one board at a time. Their products from Addison Windows are worry-proof and time-proof. Visit Southern Lumber online or at 2031 King Street. See why Charleston has trusted them for three quarters of a century. Southern Lumber, Anderson Windows, performance that aces the test of time. Southern Lumber and Back on the Carolina Ford Dealers Halftime Report. Bulldogs trailing 23-14. Time to check uh, the individual leaders as we'll catch up with the head coach of the Bulldogs in just a few moments. Coach Coach Brent Thompson wants the Citadel makes their way out of the locker room. For Eastern Kentucky, they've been led by their quarterback, McKinney, who's 10 out of 18 throwing the football. He started 7 of 8, so finished the half 3 out of 10, but in total 186 yards, 3 touchdown passes. Bierman's been the leading receiver, two catches for 84 yards on a couple of jump balls, including a career-best 56-yard reception. And the all-conference runner, Alonzo Booth, with 41 yards on seven carries, averaging 5.9 yards per carry. On the Citadel side, Brandon Rainey, two out of six, throwing the football currently with 36 yards and his first touchdown pass of the year. Riley Webb with one catch, that was the touchdown for 28 yards. Ryan McCarthy with one catch, that went for eight yards. On the ground, Amike Nwanze has led the way, 15 carries, 86 yards for Nwanze, a career day for the B-back, who's averaging 5.7 yards per tote right now. Brandon Rainey, 12 carries, 48 yards, and his first rushing touchdown of the season. Keith White, 5 carries, 33 yards. Keontae Sessions, 2 carries, 21 yards. Cooper Wallace with only one carry, went for 19, and Riley Webb took a reverse and brought it for three yards for the Bulldogs. Defensively, the Citadel being led by Willie Eubanks. Team high, eight tackles. Once again, he has twice as many tackles as anybody else, including one tackle in the backfield, the uh, one of uh, only two tackles for the Bulldogs behind the line of scrimmage today. Andy Davis, second on the team in tackling with four. 
most of those coming in the second quarter. He played. Uh, he, he's played pretty well in the first half. Has made some important plays. Eastern Kentucky. They've been led by their leading tackler this year. So today is no difference. Matthew Jackson with six first half tackles, leading the way for Eastern Kentucky, including one behind the line of scrimmage. And those are your game leaders so far through the first half. The leaders on each side. And the Bulldogs, when you add it all up, they currently trail 23 to 14 here against Eastern Kentucky. Bulldogs are now making their way onto the field, so we'll catch up with Coach Thompson here in just a few moments. Eastern Kentucky will get the football to begin the third quarter, so the Citadel defense will need to come up with a stop. Otherwise, the Colonels will have a chance to make this potentially a three-score game. Now they are up nine, so you figure with a touchdown and just an extra point, a 16-point deficit still technically can be a two-score game with a couple of two-point conversions for the Citadel. But that's down the road. Let's hope uh, we don't even have to worry about that math if the Bulldogs defensively can come up with a stop. They certainly played better defensively in the later stages of that first half. The Bulldogs much better when leading at the half, as you can imagine, as opposed to trailing. Today it's going to take a comeback in the second half to try to come away with their first win of the fall. The last time the Bulldogs lost three straight games was the final three games of the 2017 season. And I know this is not a normal year, but, you know, let's say this would be an 0-3 start to the 2020 season. Well, that hasn't happened since 2014. That was the last time the Bulldogs began a season with three straight losses. So the Bulldogs. And now let's go down to the field. Lee Glaze has the head coach of the Bulldogs, Brent Thompson. Thank you, Luke. And Lee here with uh, head coach Brent Thompson and coach a, uh, an offensive uh, outpouring there in that first half. Your impressions? Well, you know, there's still some things that we can do better. You know, obviously turning the football over and getting a penalty on those two drives. Uh, other than that, I thought we did fairly well. You know, we uh, had an opportunity there, one of the last drives. We just couldn't make the pitch right there. It slipped out of our hands. But we had a good setup there. We just got to keep going. I think we got them where we want them. Just got to keep leaning on them, man. It's a little bit hot out here. Uh, keep doing what we got to do. I think our defense has finally figured it out. Um, really, the jump balls have killed us. Well, we talked about that 140 yards approximately of the 180 total passing yards have been jump balls. What adjustments did you make after those first few drives? Because it's been a lot better in the second part of that first half. Well, the first is uh, getting more pressure on the quarterback. The problem is when you pressure the quarterback, you can see what happens. We've got to contain him a little bit more as well. Uh, anytime that he gets open, he's got a strong arm down there and he's got really tall wide receivers, so he can throw one up. All right, well, good luck in the second half. Come back with a Bulldog win. Thanks, All right, back to you, Luke. Thank you, Lee. That's head coach Brent Thompson of the Seattle Bulldogs with his halftime thoughts. The Bulldogs trailing 23-14, to 14, and Eastern Kentucky will get the ball first to begin the second half when we come back. That's going to do it for the Carolina Ford Dealers halftime report. Eastern Kentucky leading 23-14 over the Bulldogs with the Citadel looking for their first win of 2020. They'll take a second-half comeback to do so. And when we come back, Eastern Kentucky will get the football first to start the second half. It's been the Carolina Ford Dealers Halftime Report, second half next, right here on the Citadel Sports Network. Bulldog fans, this is Luke Morrow for the Citadel Brigadier Foundation. If you're already a member, thank you. But if you're an alum, friend, or fan of the Citadel who has yet to join, well, they'd love to talk to you about the benefits of supporting Citadel Athletics. Did you know the Citadel Brigadier Foundation is the only way Citadel raises money for athletic scholarships? Membership includes benefits to all sports at the Citadel, but best of all, it's about the student-athletes getting a Citadel education. So give them a call to find out more at 953-5277. That's 953-5277. Hey, this is Credit Card Chris, and I'm the president of SignaPay Southeast. We are the premier credit card processing company 
company located right here in the low country. We are changing the way how credit card processing is done. Are you tired of paying processing fees? We got you. You need a new credit card terminal? We got you. You need a new point of sale system? We got you. Are you stuck in a contract? We'll pay it. We've helped thousands of businesses all over the low country, and I know we can help you too. Call SignaPay today and eliminate credit card processing fees. 843-884-6884. That's 884-6884. Getting set for the second half with Eastern Kentucky leading the Bulldogs 23-14. And Eastern Kentucky will get the football to begin the second half already up by nine. Bulldogs looking for their uh, first win of the year and attempting to avoid their first three-game losing streak in three years. Eastern Kentucky, they haven't lost three straight in three years either, and their last 0-3 start was back in 2010. Eastern Kentucky is going to play a normal fall season, and they're foregoing any sort of Ohio Valley Conference schedule or season in the spring. They said, forget it. We'll play all non-conference games here in the fall. And so they're going to have some sort of, maybe not a normal year, but a full year in the fall for the most part. While the Bulldogs, we know this is their only home game schedule, then they'll finish up their fall season two weeks from today. Up in New York against Army. Matt Campbell will uh, tee it off, tee it up, and kick it off to begin the third quarter. He'll kick it left to right. Eastern Kentucky will travel right to left across your radio dial towards the north end of Johnson Haygood Stadium. Leading 23-14. Here comes Campbell, and boom, we're underway in the second half. Kickoff heading towards the end zone to our right. It's taken at the three-yard line outside the hashes. By Ross, who goes streaming up the 10, up the 20, up the right sideline. He's thrown down by the shoulder pads across the 30, around the 32. Davion Ross with a nice return and good field position for Eastern Kentucky to begin the second half as they come out in the all-white road uniforms and will begin first and 10 at their own 32, traveling right to left across your dial on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in the low country. It was 75 degrees at kickoff today. 92% humidity, 6-mile-per-hour wind, and a lot of offense in the first half. McKinney will begin up under center on first and 10. He takes the snap, turns, gives to Booth, and Booth met in the backfield. Knocked down by a couple of Bulldogs. Chris Beverly coming up to help make the stop from the secondary. And Booth will spot it for a loss of a yard back to the 31. Alonzo Booth, 250-pound running back. The biggest running back in the NFL currently is Derrick Henry, 247 pounds. There's only been 10 NFL running backs in the history of the league that have clocked in or weighed in at more than 250 pounds. Second and 11, play action for McKinney. He's going to dump it off left side to Wilcox, makes the catch, shifting between the hashes. He'll take it for a first down across the 45, up to the 47, and a good pickup for Wilcox on his second catch of the day. First and 10 for Eastern Kentucky at their own 47, opening possession, second half. And the Colonels already leading 23-14 to 14 here in this one. I did find out that we probably have a ref mic now. All right. That'd be good. Well, let's hope we don't have to uh, try it for a while without any penalties, hopefully, here in the third. McKinney, play action on first down. Under pressure, he'll lob it up the left sideline. Wide open receiver. It's Jones making the catch. 
making a man miss at the 20, stiff-arming inside the 10, and he's in for the score. Third touchdown for Jaquez Jones, and he just outran a couple of Bulldogs defenders up the left sideline. For the latest score for Eastern Kentucky, they lead it 29-14. That's exactly what we didn't want to start the second half there. Jones wide open over there. Uh, as, as then he was able to make another defender miss, which we've seen happen a lot today. And then he was able to turn on that speed, stiff arm, and get into the end zone. What a day for Jaquez Jones. Entered with zero career touchdown receptions in three-plus years. And he has three touchdown catches today here at Johnson Haygood. Extra point good to our left, and it's now a 16-point lead. And so 30-14 to 14 is the lead for Eastern Kentucky. They take the opening possession. They drive right down the field. And with 13-39 to go in the third quarter, the Bulldogs will get it for the first time this half, now trailing by 16. As we pause for this word from your local sponsors all across the Citadel Sports Network. During this pandemic, all companies will be trying to save money. The office people are here to help. Does your copier lease cost more than your car payment? Have you thought about replacing your office printers and copiers with newer, faster, even less expensive models? With over 20 years of guiding and educating their customers in the business technology industry, you can count on the office people to give you the most helpful tips to cut costs. Contact the office people today and save up to 30% on your copier costs. Call 843-769-7774 or visit theofficepeople.com to schedule a virtual appointment. With HomeSmart from Home Telecom, you get the peace of mind of 24-7 security monitoring with the convenience of home automation starting at just $34.99 a month. Get smart control of lights, locks, appliances, thermostat, and more. No matter where you are, the power is in your hands. We call that home, away from home. Right now, save $50 on our most popular equipment package with free SkyBell doorbell. HomeSmart, home automation and security from Home Telecom. Visit homesc.com to learn more. Big play for Eastern Kentucky, giving them a 30-14 lead, a 53-yard touchdown pass to Jaquez Jones, his third touchdown catch of the day. And Eastern Kentucky took the opening possession, went three plays, 68 yards in 75 seconds. And with 13.39 to go here in the third quarter, just underway in the second half, Eastern Kentucky now leading 30-14. to 14. I don't know if you heard. I'm sure you heard it. It's not often that you hear a head coach when he's down by nine at halftime said, we think we got him right where we want him. Just need to lean on him a little bit. I don't think that was part of the plan to let him go straight down the field in 75 seconds to create a two-score lead. Dog offense has got to answer and hopefully try to get a possession back here, steal one somewhere along in the second half of this game. Largest lead of the day for Eastern Kentucky and They've built it with their big play ability. 53-yard catch for Jacquez Jones, by the way, is a career long for him. Here comes the kickoff. Jalen Adams at the two-yard line, takes it left side of the field, cuts up the numbers, now veers to the center of the field at 20, gets a block at the 25, up to the 29. There's a flag on the play. And so the Bulldogs look to have decent field position up around the 30, but this will back them up, I'm sure. I think it's going to go against the dogs. The, the flag was thrown extremely far away from the play. 
It was a 27-yard return out to about the 29-yard line, but looks like it's going to be backed up from here. Get the call from Bruce Austin, and we may actually hear it this time with our referee, Mike, apparently working now. Both teams with four penalties apiece in the first half, and the first penalty of the third quarter will be delivered now by Bruce Austin following the kick return. Back. On the return. Down. Well, better than nothing, I guess, but that wasn't very helpful as the mic was cutting in and out. We know it's against the Citadel, so that's going to back him up to the 14-yard line. Block in the back, I believe he said. And the Bulldogs, after their fifth penalty, will start first and ten of their own 14, traveling left to right towards the south end of Johnson Haygood. We'll get you a station ID momentarily as the Bulldogs begin this drive down 16. Rainey under center on first and ten, gifts to Nwanze, who plunges behind his left guard across the 15 and up to the 19-yard line with a carry of five. Picking up right where he left off there in that first half. Nwanze picks up five over the left tackle. So second and five for the Bulldogs at their own 19, trailing by 16. Now with the two-point conversions, this can still be a two-possession game. Rainey will keep it himself, running to the right side. He's collared. Maybe he was grabbed by the face mask as he twirled across the 20 and gets up to the 24, close to the sticks. It looks like he'll be third and less than a yard. Yeah, I, I think that's actually probably worthy. Of, they're going to give it to him. Hmm. Five yards right. for Rainey. I was going to say that looked to be past the 24-yard line and referee rules such. So first and 10 for the Bulldogs at their own 24 and a half. Rainey under center. He'll keep it himself again, running to the right side. Gets around the tackle, moving up the right hash. Across the 30, he chugs to the 32, getting knocked to the turf hard. And it's a pickup of eight for Rainey on first down. Exactly what you look for in this offense. Positive yardage, good positive yardage on first down. Dogs on schedule so far here in this drive. Donnie Brechtel checks in at the B-back position for the first time today. The walk-on, who converted from an offensive line position to the fullback spot. He's behind Rainey on second and two at their own 32 for the Bulldogs. Rainey will keep it himself, running to the right side. And he plunges behind the right guard, close to the first down sticks. I think he only got a yard up to the 33, so it will be third and one for the Bulldogs. That brings up third down. Third and one. Brechtel remains at the B-back spot. Both McCarthy and Webb are out there, the two wide receivers. And the A-backs are Sessions and White. Rainey under center, third and one. They're going to go to Brechtel. And the B-back, Brechtel, chugging between the tackles, will pick up a first down up to the 35. That's his fourth career carry. And the former offensive lineman moves the sticks for the Bulldogs at the 35-yard line. Played in his first ever game last week. That was his debut against Clemson. Talk about quite the debut for Brechtel. And now running against Eastern Kentucky. Keeps the drive alive for the Bulldogs. First and 10 at their own 35. Rainey will keep it himself, getting around the right tackle, moving between the hashes and numbers up across the 40 to the 41. It's a scamper of six for the Bulldogs quarterback. It sets up a second and four for the Citadel. Getting a lot of movement on the right side of that offensive line right now. Rainey taking advantage of it, just turning that thing up and falling forward for six. Bulldogs with great success on the ground today, averaging 5.6 yards per carry. Faced with a second and four at their own 41. 
Rainey trying to run the option to the right side. There was no one there for the pitch. Ball was on the turf, and Keith White able to fall on it at the 34-yard line. So it's a loss of five, and now that sets up a third and 11 for the Citadel after what seemed to be a communication breakdown. Yeah, we had two guys out there. It looked like Rainey was hesitating. It almost looked like it was designed maybe to be a reverse the way he was acting, but nobody was coming from the other side. So third and 11 for the Bulldogs at their own 34-yard line. Rainey under center, a receiver on each side. Option right side. He's hit as he tosses it to White with space up the right sideline. Has a first down, tiptoeing up the sideline into EKU territory. And eventually knocked out of bounds at the Colonel's 39-yard line. A huge pickup for Keith White into Colonel territory. Well, that's just trust right there of that pitch relationship. Randy got hit as soon as he reversed out, pitched it out, able to make the catch on the pitch, got a good block on the corner, big first down. 27-yard run for Keith White to move the sticks on third and 11. First and 10 for the Bulldogs at EKU's 39. Option left side, Rainey keeps, cuts it upfield between the hashes, and not much running space. He'll only get a yard to the 38. The Citadel blocker got shoved to the ground after the play ended. That was Keith White got knocked down. And that's why you hear the reaction of the Citadel fans and some of the players, too, who wanted a flag for that. Won't get the call. It's second and nine. So the Bulldogs at EKU's 38-yard line. 9.15 to go third quarter. This is the first possession of the half for the Bulldogs. They trail 30-14. to Rainey under center on second and nine. Option right side. The toss too high to Keith White over his head, and he'll get tackled onto the football back at the 49. A loss of 10 yards, and the Citadel faithful with their hearts skipping a beat as the Bulldogs able to recover. It'll set up a third and very long. Well, White's going to take the brunt for that 10-yard loss, but third time today that we've seen Rainey struggling with the pitch. We don't normally see that. Pitched it over his head. White very fortunate to drop on that football. So third and 18 for the Bulldogs at their own 48. A receiver on each side for Rainey. Triple option right side. He tosses to Wallace. Up the right sideline goes Wallace. Lowers the shoulder and initiates contact around the 40. They'll spot him out of bounds at the 42. So not nearly enough gain there for Wallace, who was running hard. He picked up about six yards, but it's going to be fourth and 12. And here comes Matt Campbell to punt for the Bulldogs. Everybody on the Eastern Kentucky side preparing here for a possible fake. This is the part of the field that you see a lot. Matt just can't kick this one into the end zone. Campbell takes the snap, gets the kick away. Trying to pin it inside the 10. Fair catch called for. It's going to bounce at the 1 and bounce into the end zone for a touchback. Campbell kicking with a little too much force. And that will take us to a timeout. Before we get there, better late than never. Let's pause now. 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves coast to coast and worldwide all across the Citadel Sports Network. WQNT AM 1450, W271CP 102.1, Charleston, Kirkman Broadcasting Stations. So uh, 7.47 left here in the third quarter. The Bulldogs drive stalling in EKU territory. And the Colonels will have it when we come back, leading 30-14 to 14 midway through the third quarter. After this word from your local sponsors, all across the Citadel Sports Network. 
If it's a car in a ditch or a car with funny noises under the hood, make that one call to fix it all. Call Toby at Coastal Automotive in Awendong, a full-service preventive and auto repair center that also offers affordable towing service. Coastal Automotive. From the beaches to the far reaches of the low country, when it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Rush to Jones Ford in North Charleston to save on your next newer pre-owned vehicle and trust the family with over 100 years of experience to care for your vehicle at our state-of-the-art service and collision center. When it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Jones Ford in North Charleston at the corner of Rivers and Remount, just off I-26, exit 211A. Visit us online at jonesford.com. Kicking chicken in your car, kicking chicken at the bar, kicking chicken from afar, kicking chicken six feet apart, winter, spring, summer, fall, from the coolest doctor of them all. Kicking chicken, safe and social since 1997. Kicking chicken! Seven forty-seven to go here in the third quarter with Eastern Kentucky leading 30-14 to and getting the football back. The Bulldogs drive stalling out in Colonel territory because of a bit of a miscommunication. Make sure you avoid those types of miscommunications and get home telecom. No better place to bundle than home. They can help you with internet, video, voice, security, home automation. It's home telecom. Live life ahead. First and 10 for Eastern Kentucky at their own 20, traveling right to left across your dial here in the third quarter. Parker McKinney will begin in the gun. Two receivers right, one left. On each back and a running back to his left, and they're going to give it to that running back, Booth, who tries the right side behind his guard and takes it for a yard up to the 21. Following the touchback on Matt Campbell's punt, it'll be second and nine for Eastern Kentucky at their own 21-yard line. Aside from those first two or three runs for Booth. Dogs have done a nice job of containing him. What we haven't been able to contain is these wide receivers. Yes. Three completions of over 50 yards today for Eastern Kentucky. McKinney in the gun on second and nine. Only one wide receiver who split out wide right. Zone read. McKinney keeps it himself, moving to his right, breaking tackles up the right hash. He crosses the 25 up to the 27. And it's a pickup of six for McKinney, third and three for Eastern Kentucky. I tell you, that dude is slippery. Looks like he's going to have no gain. Next thing you know, he's got five or six. Brings up third down and three. Willie Eubanks eventually made the tackle. He's the leading tackler today for the Bulldogs with now nine of them. Third and three for Eastern Kentucky. A big play here for the Bulldogs defense. The ball be snapped from the right hash at the 27th. McKinney in the gun. He'll run it left side. He's going to toss it forward to Booth, who takes on a tackler, keeps on running across the 30, picking up the first down to the 31-yard line. Booth picks up four on what I think is technically a pass as McKinney threw it forward on what was like a speed option to the left side. And regardless, Eastern Kentucky is able to convert on third down. Sean Thomas Faulkner was in position, had him in the backfield, but that's quite a mismatch size-wise, and Booth just runs right through and picks up the first down. Ten carries for Booth today, 45 yards on the ground. He's in the backfield with McKinney on first and ten at their own 31. Two receivers left, one right. Quick throw uh, over to the receiver on the right side from McKinney. It's caught by Dixon, who's trying to make some man, some guys miss, and a handful of flags will be thrown in. 
face mask on the dogs, I believe. Both players down, the Bulldog tackler and the receiver for Eastern Kentucky. Anthony Britton was the one who made the tackle. He's now back up on his feet. To the foul. Face mask. On the defense, number 17. Automatic first down. That's Chris Beverly, number 17, is who they called it on. Keon Dixon made the catch. He was dancing out there. It looked like he was ice skating, just gliding side to side. And when you're reaching out, trying to grab something, Beverly grabbed the face mask on the way by for the penalty that will set up Eastern Kentucky at the Citadel 46-yard line with a first and 10. Well, Eastern Kentucky realizing that their, their receivers are making us miss all day long. They're just trying to get them the ball out there in space quickly. And it's been nothing but good for them when they've been able to do that. So first and 10 for the Colonels at the Bulldogs, 46. Split backs for McKinney in the gun. Takes the snap. They're going to, McKinney will keep it himself on the option read. And he goes charging up the center of the field, inside the 40, up to the 38. It's a pickup of eight on first down. And McKinney with the best day he's had on the ground this year. Well, that was Marquise Blunt on the tackle. He actually had him about four yards down the field, but he spun him down. McKinney landed on top of Marquise Blunt and kept moving forward. Ended up getting an eight-yard gain out of it. So second and two for Eastern Kentucky. Five minutes left, third quarter. Eastern Kentucky already with a 30-14 to 14 lead and striving for more here on the drive. Second and two at the Citadel 38. Play action for McKinney. Back to throw. Heaves it up the right sideline towards the end zone. Incomplete pass as it was underthrown and defended well out there by Destin Mack. Incomplete pass. It brings up third down. As that was Keon Dixon back out on the field, that's who McKinney was trying to go to, but Mack... Unable to allow them uh, to connect. Well, Mack's been in position every time. Problem is he's not turning his head. Didn't turn it that time either. Fortunately, the ball hit him in the back and resulted in an incomplete pass. Third and two. Split backs for McKinney on a big play. Two receivers left, one right. The Bulldogs with four guys on the line of scrimmage. McKinney, arms extended, takes the snap. He'll give it to Booth. Booth chugging behind his center. Stood up. Chris Beverly wrapping him up just shy of the sticks. And it did not look like he got inside the 36. We'll see. Line judge on this side already motioning like it's a first down. They have not placed the football yet. The chains are still where they were. They're going to now put the football down right at that 36-yard line. And they'll rule it a first down. So Booth did get enough despite the Bulldogs' best effort. And the 250-pound running back moved forward for the first down to the 36. He needed all 250 to get that. Barely by the nose of the football. So first and 10 at the Citadel 36-yard line. Two receivers right, one left for McKinney in the gun. Booth next to him. He'll drop back to throw on first and 10 with time in the pocket. Now he's flushed to the left side. He's going to tuck it and run. Up the numbers across the 30, veers to the sideline. And he's valeted out of bounds into the Citadel bench as Carson Hatchett tracked him out. Willie Eubanks over there as well. And it's a nine-yard carry for McKinney, second and one. Well, I tell you, we, we can't contain that guy. We, we're getting no pressure on him. And then finally, after the, the pocket breaks down, he's just got so much green turf in front of him, he's just running crazy out there. 
Second and one for Eastern Kentucky at the 27 of the Bulldogs. 3.50 to go, third quarter. Eastern Kentucky already up 16. They'll go to Booth now on second and one. He veers to the right, breaks a tackle, gets outside the hashes, over to the numbers, jumps over a tackler. An arm tackle, at least, down by his ankles, and he's brought down at the 27. Uh, pardon me, 22. With a first down pickup, and a couple of offensive linemen are shaken up for Eastern Kentucky. One of them still down, holding his right ankle, and he'll be looked at after the first down run for Booth. I'm out on the field. So a timeout on the field here, and they will turn it into a media timeout. Timeout. 3.32 to go here in the third quarter. And the Bulldogs unable to allow really any more points at this point. Eastern Kentucky leading 30-14 to 14 and driving for more. Injury timeout on the field. We'll take it with them as we pause on the Citadel Sports Network. Bulldog fans, this is Luke Morrow for the Citadel Brigadier Foundation. If you're already a member, thank you. But if you're an alum, friend, or fan of the Citadel who has yet to join, well, they'd love to talk to you about the benefits of supporting Citadel Athletics. Did you know the Citadel Brigadier Foundation is the only way Citadel raises money for athletic scholarships? Membership includes benefits to all sports at the Citadel, but best of all, it's about the student-athletes getting a Citadel education. So give them a call to find out more at 953-5277. That's 953-5277. This is former South Carolina quarterback Perry Orr, and I'm ready to call your next insurance play. My team at Brown & Brown has you covered for anything life throws your way. Delivering comprehensive solutions, we protect what you value most. Call me, Perry Orr, to find your gap in coverage today at 803-995-5974. That's 803-995-5974. Following the injury timeout, Eastern Kentucky will have a first and 10 at the Citadel 22, 3.38 to go here in the third quarter. And Eastern Kentucky leading 30-14. to 14. The Citadel defense needing to come up with a stop because the Bulldogs cannot afford to fall really any further behind. No, this is the series right here. Well, it's been the series this entire drive because they've already had eight or nine plays in this drive, got it down almost in the red zone. Defense got to find a way to throw in for a big loss here, generate a turnover, something, because time's running out on the dogs. Sure is. Eastern Kentucky looking to add on to the 16-point lead, already their largest advantage of the afternoon. Eastern Kentucky with 373 yards of offense today, averaging just about nine yards per play. First and 10 at the Citadel 22. McKinney in the gun out of the timeout. Booth to his right. Two receivers on each side. McKinney takes the snap. Quick pass right side. It's caught at the line of scrimmage. Tackle broken by Dixon. But the Bulldogs corral him, getting over there quickly and dropping him after a loss, or I should say a, a pickup of really no yards, getting back to the line of scrimmage. Destin Mack making the tackle on Dixon. Second and 10. Dogs did a better job of defending that that time. They're just trying to get one-on-one out there again. Mack able to slow him up and got help from the inside. So second and 10 at the 22 for Eastern Kentucky. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They'll do a zone read and keeping it is McKinney, the quarterback running to his left with a lot of turf. 
Gets outside the corner, up the numbers at the 10, inside the 5, dives for the pylon. There is a flag on the play, and they're going to mark McKinney out at the half-yard line, it looks like, pending the penalty. I think you're going to have a hold down there around the 8-yard line. Not positive, but we'll see what they, they make the call. There's a pickup of 21 on the play. It's got the call from Bruce Austin. And it is a hold on Eastern Kentucky. Microphone not working. Yeah, flag was thrown at the 8-yard line, so the 10-yard penalty will back it up to the 18. So now instead of second and 10, it'll be about second and 6, maybe, something like that. Well, at least the microphone works for the whistle blow. Fifth penalty today for Eastern Kentucky. That one the most costly. It'll be second and seven back at the 18 now for Eastern Kentucky. Inside the red zone. They'll run it with McGlore between the tackles, shedding the first tackler and getting it up to the 13. Chris Beverly pulling him down by the white jersey. It'll set up third and looks like third and a yard from the 18 and a half, or uh, pardon me, 13 and a half yard line. Third and a yard for Eastern Kentucky. Had a chance to get him for no gain that time, able to break a couple of arm tackles in the backfield, fell forward for about five. Big, big play right here. Third and a long yard. McKinney in the gun, two receivers right, one left. Booth, sidecar right. McKinney, arms extended, takes the snap, drops the football, and he has to dive on it at the 21 as the Bulldogs cannot get there in time. It'll be a loss on the play and a field goal try for Eastern Kentucky. Loss of eight credited to McKinney. You're right. I'm surprised that was closer to an incomplete pass than the one earlier yeah. today. He was in the process of throwing, just dropped it when he, when he took his arm back. We need a miss right here. 39-yard field goal from the left hash. The kick up to our left, and it is no good. Pushing it right is Alexander Wozniak. That ball just fluttering towards the uprights to our left in the north end and faded away from the yellow stripes. Big miss for Wasnick and Eastern Kentucky as they come up empty. And with 62 seconds left in the third, the Bulldogs will get the football back down 16. That was the break we needed right there. Had to find a way to keep them off the board. Now the offense has got the answer here. And defense got to find at least one more stop. A missed field goal and a missed extra point today for the redshirt senior kicker, Alexander Wozniak. And the Bulldogs down 16 with the football. Rainey, first and 10, hands off to Nwanze, the fullback who keeps the legs turning and barrels up to the 25 with a pickup of four on first down. Good hard run again by Nwanze. Got a little bit of a breather in that last series, but he's been tough to bring down today. Final minute of the third quarter. Bulldogs needing points on this possession, trailing by 16. In Wanze, the Bulldogs leading rusher with 95 yards. And on second down, they'll go back to In Wanze, who blasts behind his left guard across the 25 and up to the 28. Pick up a couple of more. It sets up third and three for the Bulldogs. So third and short for the Citadel. Needing a conversion here. The Bulldogs 
Four out of ten on third downs today. They're moving quickly, third and short. Rainey takes the snap. He'll keep it himself, and he's just going to dive head first across the sticks up to the 33-yard line, found enough space behind his right tackle, fell ahead, picks up the first down, and the Bulldogs move the sticks. That will probably be the last play of the third quarter. And the Citadel will let the clock expire and will head to the fourth. Bulldogs with the football and driving, trailing 30-14, to 14, needing some points here. And if the Citadel... That's the end of the half. Yeah, we wish it was the end of the half. The Bulldogs could use some more time. Yeah, that's when the mic decides to work, when the referee's completely wrong. Yeah, when the referee's blowing his whistle and when he's making incorrect announcements. Thank you, Bruce Austin. We head to the fourth quarter. The Citadel trailing 30-14 to 14 with the football. Down by two scores. Fourth quarter coming up next after this word from your local sponsors here on the Citadel Sports Network. <laughs> 